0: Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams and today I'll be taking you on a culinary journey around Disney parks. Before I get started, I want to remind you this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get the world-class support of a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So. Head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for your free no-obligation quote. Now, this week's episode is going to be another big one. Uh, Typically, this show releases on Fridays, and if you don't know what was happening last Friday on October 1st, it was the kickoff of the 50th anniversary celebration of Walt Disney World, and that meant I was very busy, and we had no idea what was going to be happening with reviews. Uh, Originally, the plan was to do a review of Steakhouse 71 for both breakfast and dinner live, and uh, ultimately that didn't end up happening, but I didn't have time to kind of throw together a show in advance because I didn't know what actually was going to happen. But that's okay, so now we just have another one of our big mega episodes, and we have a lot of great reviews for you, mostly from Walt Disney World. We do have one from Rhino from Disneyland but the rest are Walt Disney World and a lot of them are about the 50th anniversary so we're going to get our our first ideas about the food and I'm not going to waste any time I know I'm sure there's probably news I could go over uh, that I have missed over the past couple weeks but again we have six reviews to give you so let, let's not really waste time on this one and we're going to go ahead and get started with that first review from Disneyland and what a surprise Rhino ate more food in Avengers campus at the Pym test kitchen and this time around it's lunch and I think this actually might be more than just Rhino in this review as well too potentially it could be Pete and probably Mary Jo but we're just gonna have to wait and see because I haven't had time to watch this or listen to it so here goes nothing Find out how Pimtest Test Kitchen was for lunch.
1: Hello, everybody. It's Rhino and Mary Jo here. Hi, everybody. Mary Jo, we're back. Pim, yes. Pim Test Kitchen. Lunch yeah, time. Lunchtime.
2: Lunchtime. Yeah. We had breakfast.
1: Yes, we had breakfast. We enjoyed our breakfast. Yes. Uh, what are, is there something that you are in the mood for here that you already know you're like, I've heard about it, I want to go get it, I want to try it?
2: There's a couple of things that I want to try. One of them is, I really love chicken fried steak, chicken fried chicken. We're on the same boat. I
1: want to get and, on board with this chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I've heard good things. I
2: and I, I really want to try that. I know we're going to be trying the, the Big Pimp.
1: Of course we are. Yeah. Yeah. And,
2: and It's the family Pim sandwich. So I'm kind of curious on how they're going to create this and if it's really going to be something that the whole family can enjoy and if it's going to build Kill everybody
1: I'm curious about plating. Yeah. Like what are they gonna serve it on? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think there's a lot of questions to be had here. So because, um,
2: because it's the, the test kitchen is yeah. like it's a little bit unique in how they present the, yeah, yeah. the food, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's why you know, so I that's I don't know. I like I like <laughs> the idea of of getting weird and crazy, so um, we'll have to see what else Pete ordered and uh,
2: I think he ordered That big
1: chocolate dessert Perfect, because we need that too That's, that's yeah. the, uh, it's, it's, it's the stuff I see other people Posting photos of, I'm like, mm, that looks good I want to try that yeah. so, so we are going to go pick up our order right now We've got the food Pete, I feel like you have something to say About how
3: far we had to go to bring okay. the food. Yeah, I pretty much had to walk to New Jersey With this food <laughs> To find a place to sit Yeah. But, alright uh, really interesting looking Yeah uh, Haven't tried any of it yet now Hopefully it tastes It looks good It right? looks good um, I'm, I'm curious Yeah So I'm let's curious Because you know Disneyland Disneyland and their Quick Service Is really good Yeah um, So I want to see If it carries on here Or if uh, If this if is a hit or a miss Yeah yeah
1: So Well I said yeah It sucks that you're more your Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So let's just Let's just eat that Let's, let's check it out and Dive in here I'll let everybody know What we got So Uh, We ordered
3: a bunch of food uh, We wanted to try everything out As much as we could So we got the family-sized Pimini sandwich This is salami Rosemary ham, provolone Sun-dried tomatoes Spread on toasted focaccia Marinara dipping sauce uh, Potato bites And arugula salad This serves six to eight guests For $100 It's a $100 sandwich And uh, Rhino will give you his impressions, I'm sure. Uh, My impression of this was... It was nothing special about it at all, and nothing about it worth anything remotely close to $100. Um, We did the Not-So-Little Chicken Sandwich uh, for $15... It's $15.99 or $15.49, I can't read. Um again, uh, this inexplicably lacked seasoning. I don't know how you fry a chicken and you don't use any seasoning when you do it. But again, man, the highlight for me was the PB3 Superb Sandwich served with micro banana smoothie and crispy potato bites. This has Peanut butter, bacon, uh... uh, Bananas... This was good. This was good. Um... That was $12.99. That's like... If you're gonna eat any of this crap... You know, go for the real... Like, the real crap. And just enjoy yourself. That's the one for me, uh... Right now. Um... We also... uh, What else did we get? The dessert. the, The dessert. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Um... Celestial-sized candy bar, Choco Smash, uh, dark chocolate, peanuts, caramel, nougat, and chocolate brownie. This was $7.99. And, uh, yeah, meh. Sorry. I, I mean, it was good, but I don't know. I, the way I was hearing hype about this place, uh, the way I know Disneyland does counter service... How good the food normally is. Uh, this is disappointing. This is, this to me, is disappointing. I think they've got work to do. But let's see what Rhino thinks of his
1: meal. Okay, so we there was also another drink uh, that I specifically wanted, which was the protein... Uh, Proton, excuse me, Proton PB&J Punch which is peanut butter and strawberry flavors PB infused whipped cream and PB pretzel spheres. I the, the drink is definitely like strawberry flavored and then the like they said the whipped cream was peanut butter I actually liked it. I know other people who tried it and they, they didn't enjoy it. It's $6.49 um, I thought it was I don't know. It was different. It was tasty. I thought it could have used some booze in it I I don't know Throw some throw some peanut butter whiskey in there, and I think it would have been a little bit more a little more fun. Like I kind of want to get it and just be yeah, like. You say peanut butter whiskey? Yeah, it's called screwballs. No, delicious. No, delicious. Delicious. No, no, no. uh, um, and then uh, let me see. So the panini, I will agree with Pete in terms of I don't think the hundred dollar sandwich was worth the hundred dollars for the sandwich. I didn't dislike the panini, but my part of the panini was like the bread was. Um, I, it was like hard But not crispy I guess is what I'm trying to say Like it felt like maybe stale. Yeah, not But the bread inside wasn't stale It was just like There was this layer of stale on top Where it felt like It had a coating of cardboard I bit through mm. But like Internally Like well, when that, I had it, That must have made a good sandwich Yeah, delicious, right? Yeah But um, I loved the arugula salad It came with Because I love uh, I love arugula But um, yeah, I, w- I probably wouldn't get the panini again, even in the regular version. I liked the chicken sandwich way more than uh, Pete did. I actually really enjoyed that. I don't eat a lot of um, fried chicken. I try to steer clear of fried food because I'm convinced I'm going to die every time I bite into it. But um, I thought it was pretty good. There's a there's a thing called uh, like expectation versus reality and the photograph of this sandwich was not what was delivered to us because i'm looking at it right now in this phone and there is literally like it is draped in sauce and pete's complaint was there was no seasoning and i think it was missing its sauce because there was just a little bit on it so whoever was like serving it i think did the last like and it was like oh, it's fine and and passed it out so i i think we were missing an element of that um the superb sandwich that was okay the 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 peanut butter uh, the one that came with the micro smoothie I was like why does this have a peanut uh, banana micro smoothie with it but then I realized oh it's small it's supposed to be a shrunken down version of the smoothie <laughs> but anyway um, and I liked I liked the candy bar I don't I'm not going to shame anybody, but if one person got that and ate it, I feel like you're going to have to see a doctor. Like, it's a lot. It was, it's It's like, a, I, I'm a, I love peanut butter, so there's, there's a nice layer of peanut butter in it, and it's sweet. It was like, the second it was in my mouth, it was like uh, glue. I couldn't get out of my mouth, but in the best way possible. Uh, I can really sell a food product. I don't know if people know that, but... Um, so I thought that I thought that was good. Bring some friends, share it, and um, yeah, I don't know that there is anything I'm raving about here either. Though that's the thing. Like, it's not that I disliked so, it. So all that just to come right back to Pete was right. Uh, I think it was maybe a little more than Matt. I thought Matt plus maybe Matt adjacent Matt, Yeah, yeah. Like, I still think Disneyland has like better options because they oh, knock no food out of the park that. and especially no in question. California Adventure there's a like I had shawarma the other day and the vegan shawarma was delicious and I I love that I love I love the roto wraps obviously I, I award Winners is right over here I feel like they always have really interesting stuff you got your lobster nachos down the way over there too and, and um, so there's like it's one of those things where I'm like I'm sure I'll eat here again but it's not going to be one of those we got to go to the test kitchen right now the tasting lab on the other hand I think that's going to be my friend, because that has some interesting <laughs> adult beverages. That's for a different video, though. A different one where you might not be able to understand what I'm saying, so... Um, yeah. Is this where they put the marshmallows and ice cream and beer? Yeah, it is. They put marshmallows and ice cream and beer. Hey, friend.
2: <laughs> okay, so I had a taste of the panini and sandwich and the chicken sandwich. Between the two of them, I think I like the chicken better, um... To me the flavors were enough. The panini I think was okay. I'm trying to think, I I thought, I'm not gonna say, I'm not even, I think it was better than Met Plus to tell you the truth, but then I have a more plebeian uh, palette I think than Pete and Rhino. Excuse me, you have a what? More plebeian palette.
1: Excuse me, could you rephrase that? I have a more,
2: it's it's not so
1: pedestrian, pedestrian, I guess. You have a more pedestrian palette? Yeah. Oh, I don't think you do.
2: well, okay. So I. So then you can trust me that it was okay.
1: okay. I trust it, okay. Okay.
2: So I personally, I think the food was okay. Um, they also had tater tots. You guys didn't talk about.
1: We didn't talk about them because they're not called tater tots here legally. They're called potato barrels.
2: So I had the potato <laughs> barrels that were also here, and I think we had some marinara sauce that you could dip these in, plus yeah. the mustard and and ketchup. They were just normal uh, potato potato barrels that we had. I tasted the um, what's left of this. Uh, peanut butter Peanut butter and jelly The proton Proton drink I thought it was good It's not something that I would drink the whole I would share it It was too sweet for me personally um, And I think that's I, that's it if I, Would I come here
0: What about
1: the dessert? Did you like it?
2: The dessert I thought it was okay I, Nancy? <laughs>
4: Everybody
1: comes back to what I said Nancy, okay. do you, just give me your Give me a standout Did you have a standout?
4: Oh that peanut butter sandwich, I had it last night for dinner. I had a bite of it today. Two and days in a row. <laughs> two days in a row. It is the most amazing thing on the menu. Um, it's got honey drizzled in it. That's,
5: the that's bacon saying. is
4: the bacon is crisp. So, I, I liked it. Um, the banana smoothie, I really like that banana smoothie, actually. I don't you know think you shared breakfast? that with me. And I had it for breakfast this morning, actually. Um, so, there we go. Now, one thing... Um, Else to look forward to. Remember, Rhino talked about on uh, on his breakfast video. He talked about the pretzel decor. Yeah. We didn't get a big giant pretzel for I us, know. but oh my god, those suckers are this tall. And it was delicious. Yes, they're very soft on the inside. Pass on the cheese sauce, but oh yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, the... that was that wasn't even a cheese sauce. Cheese that paste. was yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But I totally agree with Rhino about the uh, t- the test kitchen for or, or the taste. The, the tasting I know, lab. You, you get them
1: mixed
4: up. Uh, they do have a really good nitro cold brew that's really super smooth, so that is an option. Um, the chaco smash—it's freaking huge, and I only had half an inch of it, and I was done. So it was tasty, but yeah, only a half an inch of it will do you. Yeah. So
3: Rhino kept talking to people around this table, hoping, <laughs> hoping. To find someone who was going to rave, and we all come back to what I already said. <laughs> Man, I am say it was bad. It just—it does not stand up to the caliber and quality that you normally find. I'm not gonna say quality, because I, I don't think—I don't think this was a quality issue. I just think it's not. I don't think it's—I just think it's not exceptional, and it lives in the shadow of a lot of exceptional uh, quick service. Options here in Disneyland, and it suffers by comparison. So I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying there is better, and they probably need to revisit some of what they're doing to up their game with this. That's
1: my thought. Well, there you have it. Those are the opinions on the the Tim's the Test Kitchen. I honestly. Um I think the breakfast Stuff was good I wish we had Gotten a pretzel But I didn't say it Before there is a Limit on how much You can mobile order At Disneyland It's up Once it goes over $150 It won't let you Order any more food And because we had Ordered the $100 Sandwich That goes that way I think that's a Problem because if You're gonna feed Eight people Eight to ten people I know it says Feed six to eight But come on We can cut all Those pieces in half And feed more than That Um it, you can't order drinks for everybody. So you can't even just get a, like a basic soda. So I think that's a little bit of an error there. But um, I don't... I I don't think it's... like I'm not going to say skip it or anything like that. Because honestly, I took a bite of Nancy's pretzel in the morning and I thought the pretzel was really good. So I think maybe this is maybe like... get group sharing stuff to go on. The chicken sandwich... I wish it had had more of the sauce on it like it did in the photo. And I think that would be the winner. So my recommendation... Chicken sandwich. I thought the, the candy bar was fun, so if you got a sweet tooth, give it a try. But the chicken sandwich, and I, again, I liked the strawberry peanut butter drink. But chicken sandwich for sure. And uh, and I think the pretzel. I'd recommend the cheese sauce was not great though. It's like super bitter. But uh, yeah.
0: There you have it. Not the most glowing review of Pim Test Kitchen, but. Yeah, they also had, uh, you know, not uh, the easiest time with it, with being limited on how much they could order, but uh, a nice, nice review to listen to overall, a little loud at parts, but very nice to listen to and had a little Pete, little Mary Joe, little Nancy Johnson and Rhino. What a good combination. But now we are coming back over to our coast, to the East Coast for Walt Disney World, uh, where we have a lot to go over. And uh, luckily for me, I am usually erratic with my park schedule. I never know where I'm going to end up being. And there was a Tuesday that I'm already busy enough on Tuesdays with the Walt Disney World Edition podcast that we record live at one o'clock p.m. on YouTube. Uh, But I also had a day where I'm like, you know what? I have a lot of content to to go capture. So I ended up at Magic Kingdom first thing in the morning, went, did the show, and then came back to property to hit Epcot, to hit Animal Kingdom, and then back over to Magic Kingdom. And you might be asking, why did I go to Magic Kingdom twice in one day? That is so much time out of the way, especially when driving around. But uh, I had to because the Main Street Confectionery had reopened on that day hours after I had left the park so I had to go back in and experience it and then I also of course I wanted to try some of the new snacks there because they got a little crazy with the menu they took away a lot of the old favorites and now they have infused their menu with Mars Wrigley so a lot of M&M's a lot of Snickers Skittles you know candies placed inside of their treats and desserts and I go over All of that, and there's only a real short review towards the end, uh, but I more or less review the entire space. So uh, with this one, I do recommend going to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Disney Dining to kind of get a better picture and idea of it. But I also hope that you enjoy listening to my thoughts on it. Now I am in Magic Kingdom. Because today, the Main Street Confectionery just reopened. In fact, I was here hours and hours and hours ago this morning, and I saw all the black walls that were blocking out the windows, and I was like, there's no way it's going to open today. It'll just open when it's supposed to open, I think on the 29th, which today's Tuesday the 28th, yeah,
6: Tuesday
0: the 28th. It was supposed to open on Wednesday the 29th, and then sure enough, I leave later it reopens and of course it is now sponsored by Mars Candies, so M&M's Skittles all of that brand so it's a little bit different than the Main Street Confectionery that we knew and loved before so I did place a mobile order because they have that now for a couple different snacks to still try out in review but really just gonna go inside take a look at the shop Show it around and uh, kind of discuss my thoughts and feelings on the new design inside, as well as the little treats that I got. So, let's turn around because it's right behind me. Let's get some junk food. I want to start off by talking about the actual space itself, the Main Street Confectionery. Uh, it has expanded. It has taken over the hat store that was right beside it as well, too. Because now they've added this build your own popcorn experience. But uh, the big change is they just they just made it so much more open. There's still like little uh, kiosks set up throughout the entire store so that way they can, you know, put lollipops and other packaged candies on there. And then there's Goofy's Candy Company candy on the walls and such and other little snacks and treats. So it's all still there, but uh, it's, it's just so much more wide open. And now you walk in and if you didn't do a mobile order, then you walk up to the counters and you see everything that's being offered. And then you place your order there and you take it to the register in the counter and you're able to pick up your snacks. So it has just opened up The process a lot more. There wasn't a lot of people in there while I was in there so it was uh it was relatively calm but I want to see what it looks like at night when everyone's getting ready to leave and wanting to get their last minute snacks. I have a feeling it might get a little bit hectic in there still even with all this extra room. Uh, They also added a story into the whole mix. It's Uh, All part of the Sweetest Spoon showcase. So there's six different chefs and they are showing off the sweet treats that they have created. So I can always appreciate Disney throwing in a backstory, but uh, the theming itself in there, I don't necessarily love it. Uh, It feels, you know, it still has a little bit of the old charm feel to it that you would want from Main Street USA, but uh, I feel like the... The previous iteration of the Main Street Confectionery just had a little bit more of that that old charm to it. This is this is definitely more polished, but it's just it's missing something for me. But uh, you know that's that's all fine and well. Uh, you know they they had to they had to do something about the space. Uh, one of the things I do like is now uh, the place that people uh, the place they in the middle. Sorry, I'm fumbling over my words here. Uh, they have a nice big window where you can look on to the treats being made. That's not like before. They're not being they're not being made in the same room like it, it previously was. Now it is moved into its own separate little facility. But there's nice big windows to look in, so you can still see the treats made. There's a, a bar set up with frozen drinks, uh, non alcoholic of course, but there's frozen drinks and cotton candy is still being made right in front of you. So it has a lot of the old favorites and mixed in with a little bit new, but it's just, it's not, not my favorite, but it's not just about what it looks like inside. It's about the treats that are there. I got my treats. I decided to go with two different ones. One that is more chocolate based and one that is more uh, candy based. And yeah, that's pretty much all the menu. You have candy, you have chocolate. You also have fun popcorn where you can make your own creations, but I didn't do that today. I don't want popcorn today. I just wanna, I wanna stick with the stuff that's going to completely rot my teeth. So the first thing I'm trying is the rainbow fudge. It's 4.99 and it is rainbow fruit flavored fudge and then topped with Skittles. And it looks beautiful, but looks can always be deceiving. Hopefully, it's not too sweet. Hopefully, it's just nice, like good white chocolate uh, budginess, I don't know. Here we go. My goodness is that sweet. Uh, It doesn't really have any uh, white chocolateness to it that I was hoping for. Actually, no, a little bit right there on the end. It does come through, so that's really nice, but I mean, it tastes like a Skittle. Tastes like every flavor of Skittles in your mouth at once mixed with white chocolate. It is a lot i also took a very generous first bite probably could have taken less but you know what i actually kind of love this (laughs) so uh yeah that's surprise number one but i need to uh i need to take a break i'm gonna have one more bite of this and i'm gonna find out the second treat that i got here the other item I'm trying is brownie pie. And this is five ninety dollars is a brownie pie, whatever that means. And inside it is filled with regular M&Ms, caramel m ms as well as peanut M&Ms. And then it is drizzled on top with milk chocolate. And you know, this is actually a decent sized dessert for 5 dollars It's got some heft to it it's got some weight and uh yeah it feels like it's like a solid pound easily and uh yeah it looks uh, pretty tasty i think i don't know take a bite it's probably difficult to see right here but this thing is loaded with m m's the ratio of brownie to m m's is uh staggering you know it's Really, the brownie is just holding the M&M's in there and that's about it. Not that that's a problem. Who doesn't love M&M's? Caramel, peanut, regular, those are all really good flavors. The brownie's just okay. You know, it's not it's not the best brownie that I've had in the world. Milk chocolate drizzle, that the chocolate from that's better than the chocolate in the brownie. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. I do not I don't hate it by any means but I probably wouldn't ever get it again. But I'm glad I tried it, at least this time. Let's wrap it up with my final thoughts about the Main Street Confectionery. Again, style inside, not necessarily vibing with me completely, but definitely a more, uh, a more friendly environment to go through than it was before. Just a little bit more open, less tighter. And you know what too I'm not wild about the partnership with Mars but I get it it's Disney they've always had partnerships and stuff so it 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 works and uh, it's just you know I feel like I get I get enough of the Mars candy with like the Halloween parties and stuff and now it's like oh even more Mars but you know what Halloween's only 3 months out of the year for Disney so it's not like it's just constantly being bombarded with the M and M's and Snickers and everything that falls in that world, but yeah, that's that's just my own personal preference. It's not really a, a statement on the shop as a whole. And you know what, too, though, it I, I kind of feel the same way about it that I did when the Starbucks took over the Main Street Bakery. You know, it was weird seeing a Starbucks in here, but now it just it feels like home. And it feels like it's been there all along. And it's a place that I stop at frequently. So sometimes these changes are a little bit, uh, a little bit more difficult to get through at first, but then they just become natural. And so I think it won't take long before I'm really feeling this new confectionery. But again, I I don't eat here often. I don't get these sweets often. I love Rice Krispie treats, not with a bunch of other stuff on top of them. But I, I do love a good Mickey Rice Krispie treat. That's, that's one of my favorite things. So I know I'll be back, but, you know, overall, I think it's a positive change for Main Street USA and Magic Kingdom. I never thought I'd say I do miss the old Main Street confectionery, but I really do. And most of the people that I had a chance to talk to about it also agreed that, the old Main Street Confectionery was a lot better. Granted, you know, as Disney fans, we are not uh, super open to change. So that's usually the opinion about a lot of stuff when uh, there is a refurbishment and reopens with a complete different design and menu. Uh, but this one, I feel like they missed the mark a little bit. And who who knows? Who knows? Maybe sales will go down and they'll have to say, like, OK, these clearly aren't the desserts that people want. Let's go back to the drawing board with it. I hope that's what happens, uh, because I would like to see some different things. But you know what? That Skittles fudge really grew on me, and I devoured it over the course of a couple days, uh, little bites at a time. Uh, But uh, whereas with the, the brownie, I could not finish that. Even at home later, I just still couldn't finish it. But that Skittles fudge, I did not leave any of that behind. That was so good. But we are going to move on to our next dining review, and this is our big Steakhouse 71 breakfast, breakfast review. Apologies there for fumbling on my words. I, I guess I'm getting hungry and my brain is getting a little bit scattered. But Pete and Drake went to the Contemporary. They were the first guest seated at the first breakfast service at Steakhouse 71, and we're going to get to hear all about it. So let's listen
1: now.
3: Hey everybody, Pete Werner here at Steakhouse 71 on October 1st, 2021, the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World and the official reopening of this restaurant, previously The Wave. Um, And if you've watched any of the shows, the vlogs I've done over the last few years you know the wave was one of my favorite restaurants on disney property i was extraordinarily nervous when they said they were closing it down redoing it and reopening it as steakhouse 71 so this morning we are here for breakfast it is drake shadwell with movingtoorlando.com uh joining me and uh, being a good man holding this camera um uh, and I'm, I'm i'm proud to say we were the uh, first table seated for the first service as Steakhouse, the first official service at Steakhouse 71. They've done some media events. I was here yesterday trying out some of the food for dinner and we're going to do a dining review later tonight. But breakfast, this is the first one. So we're ordering everything. Uh, not everything, but Uh, what I'm I'm really happy about right now is that this menu has stayed fairly consistent with the menu from The Wave and more importantly and this is true of dinner as well so have the prices. Disney did not take the opportunity to redo this restaurant and a very elegant redo I might add. They did not take the opportunity to redo this restaurant and then bump the prices of everything up um, and I can tell like I said I had uh, a meal here yesterday as part of a preview um, and because I did not pay for it I will not review it I won't even tell you what I thought of it um, that I'm saving for tonight when we come back cause I, just in case anybody wonders um, I've had a policy for years I don't review my, my team we don't review anything if we're not paying the same thing you are we can use a publicly available discount, but we can't be comped for a review, we can't be comped, none of that stuff. Hotels, restaurants, trips, whatever we do, we're paying the same thing you are, that's the only way we can give you a fair review. And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm invested in this restaurant, right? These people have become my friends, and so I just want to be transparent about the fact that they're, like, I'm pulling for this restaurant to succeed, more than not that i'm like hoping like with other new restaurants like they fail but this one i really want this to do well i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna work real hard to be honest about what i think but um i'm um, i'm a little biased i'm uh, i've got to be got to be honest i'm a little biased um You know, I can't come eat in this restaurant without them. You know, they know I'm here. And um, so, obviously, any food that comes out is probably going to be picture perfect. And we did order, like, half the breakfast menu. Because I want to try everything I can and get pictures of it. But I'm excited. So, let's see how breakfast goes. Okay. So, um some of the 83 items I've ordered for breakfast have started to make their way to the table had a chance to try some stuff Um, uh, I ordered the fresh baked breakfast pastries that were $10 Um, it's a croissant, a cinnamon roll um, uh, a muffin and uh, I can't think of the name like a cream cheese tart type thing I don't know why I'm, I'm blanking on the name, maybe because it's like 7.30 in the morning and I'm Haven't had more than five hours sleep in the last two days. Um, And that, you know, that was, it was what it was. I thought it was a little overpriced at $10, but, eh. but it's not, you know, it's the stuff that they're cooking that matters to me. So the seasonal pancakes, uh, which are $14, uh, come with a choice of bacon, pork sausage, or chicken sausage. And these are pumpkin spice. And they're good. They're good. The problem is, there's another item on this menu that I am dubbing the bacon and eggs of breakfast. And that is Walt's prime rib hash. Now, I am not a breakfast hash kind of guy. And they were talking to me about this last night saying, you've got to try this hash, it's amazing. Uh. it's a seasoned prime rib fried potatoes, caramelized onions peppers topped with a fried egg for $17 this is the bacon and eggs of breakfast it I can't stop eating it like we've got like other stuff on the table right now and I go, oh, that's really good, that's really good like where's that hash? um this is something you go out of your way for this is something you go the, the, the spices, the, the seasoning used on this prime rib is to die for I can only hope this is the kind, the seasoning that's going to be on some of the other steaks at dinner because it, it's wonderful it's oddly familiar um,
5: it,
3: Oh, it's really really good It's really, really good. Um, This dish is fantastic. And again, $17. We're talking about a table service restaurant steps away from the Magic Kingdom. I really, really want to emphasize that. That was what always impressed me about this restaurant. It was an anomaly in the world of Disney where it was convenient, the food was fantastic, and the prices were reasonable. And... You know, I've said this about the breakfast when it was the wave. It's a really good breakfast, a very inventive menu, um, and it's a it's walking distance to the Magic Kingdom. Um, I also ordered the Eggs Benedict, which were $15, and they were good. The problem with the pancakes and the Eggs Benedicts is that this hash was so good so good that everything else was going to pale by comparison, and I feel sorry for the food that's coming out next, because I don't think there's anything they could possibly serve me that's going to be better than this prime rib hash. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Hey, everybody.
7: Pete did an excellent job covering that waltz prime rib hash, and so I will say my first bite of it was in complete agreement. I love the taste of that prime rib, and the eggs and the potatoes did a really good job complimenting it. I'm going to hop over to some of the other dishes that we ordered, specifically the American, because the American breakfast had, um, I'll go ahead, it's two eggs cooked to order, breakfast potatoes with a choice of bacon, pork sausage, or chicken sausage. And it doesn't even mention it here, but it comes with grit. And I don't know why they don't mention it in the description because it's the best part of this dish. It has a lot of flavor, really good texture, and re- And I mean, I'm from the South. I'm a South Car- like I grew up in South Carolina, and grits, I love it. And what's great about grits is you can put anything in grits. You can stuff it full of cheese. You can pu- pump a bunch of salt and butter, whatever you need, and just fill something that doesn't have a lot of flavor and make it, you know, your own unique flavor. And that's what they did with this one. That's what they did with these grits. The eggs were okay. The, the, um, the Eggs Benedict was really good, um, but I just kept eating the grits. That's what I kept going back to. The other item we ordered were the Steakhouse 71 Seasonal Pancakes. And while we're here, they were the pumpkin spice uh, pancakes. And they were really good. They were $14 and had a really nice um, espresso-infused maple syrup. It really filled it with flavor and made it taste more than just your traditional pancake that you normally get. And between these two dishes, both of which were $14, both the American breakfast and the seasonal pancakes, you have a lot of choices for your breakfast entree. And that's even if you're not going to go with a Waltz prime rib hash. So I agree with Pete that that is something that you can go out of your way for. And you can have enough variety because there are enough items on the menu that you're going to bounce around. As you know, I'm new to the team, but even being new, I know how much the wave means to everybody and means to, I mean, you as the audience, because we've made such a big deal about it, and I'm really happy. The meals were great, the atmosphere is fantastic, and the energy you can feel from the staff That really took me by surprise. They're excited to be here. They're happy to be here. They take pride in their work from the servers to the the kitchen staff to the GM to the chef in the kitchen. Every single one of them takes pride in the fact that they're a part of this restaurant that did so incredibly well, went down, had a renovation, and came back just as strong. Um, I'm impressed with the atmosphere, the staff, and the food. Can't agree with Pete more. Run, don't walk.
3: Okay, so, we ordered Eggs Benedict, we ordered uh, waltz Hash, we ordered the Continental American Breakfast, we ordered steak and eggs, um, we ordered pastries, coffee, Coke Zero, and again, you know, there's only two of us here, and we tried every, oh, the pancakes, let's not forget the pancakes, we ordered those too, because I wanted to get a really good cross-section of the items, and I'm really glad I did that. Not only because the food was good, but because I got to see this incredible restaurant, this inventive menu, these really reasonable prices, five entrees for breakfast, $111 before my annual pasta discount. I want you to think about that for a second, walking distance to the Magic Kingdom. Right, walking distance to the Magic Kingdom and you are uh, and and, and what I was afraid of the thing I was most afraid of was that they were going to take this great gem, this hidden gem of a restaurant and they were going to screw it up, they were going to raise the prices, they were going to really blow up the menu not even the menu, the dynamic of the kitchen staff and, and how they work together and how they create the things that I've, I came to love so much at the Wave. And you know what? They didn't. They pre- all of that stayed preserved. The, the talent, the, uh, uh, the inventiveness of the menu. Walt's Prime Rib Hash, that's my new thing. At breakfast, it's Walt's Prime Rib, rib Hash. At, at dinner, it's the bacon and eggs they did I, 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 I'd hoped but they did the impossible they threaded this needle this is a reasonably priced restaurant steps away from the Magic Kingdom serving amazing food the service was wonderful the food was great um, were there certain things that I you know, prefer yeah of course but it was all good it was all good so I am very, very happy to be able to tell you, Steakhouse 71 is the new wave. And, and run, don't walk. Run, don't walk. And I'm going to tell you, get your reservations now, especially for dinner. My intuition tells me, as word gets out on this place,
0: it the breakfast review of Steakhouse 71 from Pete and Drake and not a lot of surprises really to be had in this one and we will just have to wait for their dinner review and I I do know that Pete mentioned specifically in about how he had his pre-dinner experience at Steakhouse 71 before it officially opened. I also had the chance as part of a media event to to go in the space and have a meal there, and my meal was pretty ridiculous because uh, we we did a split where we kind of ordered everyone who was sitting at my table. We all ordered, uh, we all ordered something different including the appetizers, drinks, entrees. And then we just basically cut everything up and the desserts, if I didn't say desserts, too. And besides the drinks, basically got to taste a little bit of everything and absolutely love the, the interior space. And as far as the food, it was for a media event. So, of course, they knocked it out of the park with it. Uh, and I can't wait to go back on my own as well too. So, hopefully we don't have to wait too much longer before we get that dinner review from Pete, but we are now going to head inside Magic Kingdom on October 1st, 2021 for some more 50th anniversary fun and this review is courtesy of myself. I decided to tackle the one Well, technically not one new hot dog, but the most interesting hot dog added to Casey's Corner in Magic Kingdom. And this is the 50th Celebration hot dog. And if you don't know about this thing, you're probably gonna get grossed out just a little bit when you start listening to it. But I hope you enjoy the review. Today is October 1st, 2021. It is the 50th anniversary Of Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World Resort and there are so many special food and beverage options as part of the celebration but I had to start with the only thing that felt natural for me and that is a hot dog from Casey's Corner and they have uh, changed up their menu a little bit for the 50th anniversary they are really promoting a uh, a chili cheese dog with Walt's Chili on top so that's kind of the big thing that's there and uh, they have a nice meal option with that where it comes with a cake pop as well so that's fun. It's called the 1971 meal but that's not what I decided to go for. I went with the 50th anniversary celebration hot dog and this thing is kind of disgusting to look at it is an all beef hot dog that is topped with strawberry bacon jam as well as funnel cake pieces and powdered sugar so is it savory is it sweet it's i guess it's a little bit of both and is it dessert is it breakfast for me in this case because it's only nine o'clock and i'm already eating this but uh yeah i don't know i don't have an answer to all the questions but I do know one thing, it looks insanely messy. The bun is already falling apart, that's never a good sign. But gonna try to get some bites in and see how this goes. I'm shocked, but I really shouldn't be, about how delicious this hot dog is. Uh, It is just truly the perfect balance of savory and sweet. You know, that hot dog is just leaving the the pack with that nice salty flavor. But then the strawberry bacon jam, which obviously I don't really get the bacon in it, but I'm getting a lot of the strawberry. And it's just the right amount of sweetness to balance out the saltiness of the hot dog. The funnel cake pieces, they're the one thing that I kind of have a problem with. They provide a really great crunchy texture that makes this feel a little bit more interesting uh, without being like adding to the sweetness of it all. It's just, it really is more of a texture thing than anything else. The powdered sugar on top is also pretty much negligible. It's not really doing anything at all for this. Um, But the funnel cake pieces are falling off as I try to eat it because they're literally just like tossed on top. So as I keep picking it up, it keeps falling off as well too. So... That's the one thing where I feel like they needed to find a better way to include the funnel cake pieces, but I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I am all wrapped up with my 50th celebration hot dog from Casey's Corner. It was $11.99, and it was excellent. I loved every single bite of it, as you know. It just got better as it went on. That balance of sweet and savory, you know, you you might be like, that's a little weird, but it worked 1000%. I, I will get it again at some point during the celebration. I know that. It might not be for a while just because there are so many things to try. For the fiftieth anniversary celebration, but I I will get it again at some time. And uh, yeah, the only the only bummer of all of it is that I couldn't sit out and actually eat it at Casey's Corner because everyone has just parked at all of the tables around the restaurant. So uh, if you were watching, then you probably were like, hey. Are you outside Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe? And the answer to that question was yes, I was. But now I'm back on Main Street, hearing the music, still remembering that hot dog. Oh, good times, good times. Highly recommend it. Now, a lot of people were commenting on this video when I posted it on YouTube talking about how disgusting this thing might be. I think only one person had it and said that they didn't care for it. But a lot of just speculation on how gross a hot dog would be topped with the strawberry bacon jam and funnel cake pieces. This thing was just so good. And I, I, I don't remember. I think it was like two days later. Then I went out and got a hamburger at a local restaurant that also was topped with like the same kind of like strawberry bacon jam. And, and I, I just, I love the mix of sweet and savory right now specifically not uh, I mean most of the time I like that but right now it's really really vibing with me so uh, I'm just going to keep riding this train while I can but we're going to keep moving on with our dining reviews and the next one we are going to have a listen on is from Kona Cafe and if you watch or listen to our other shows on our podcast network, you might have heard Pete mention this review just a little bit on one of the Tuesday Walt Disney World edition podcasts, and uh, yeah, it's finally here for you now. So uh Pete and crew at Kona Cafe at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, let's go ahead and listen. Hey everybody, Pete Werner here with this week's episode of the Disney Dining
3: Show coming to you from the Kona Cafe at Disney's. Polynesian Resort. And before we get to everything, just a reminder, this video, along with all the videos we do, brought to you by DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. If you like our content, if you like the people I hire, book your next Disney vacation with Dreams, because that's how I pay for it. So I haven't been here in a while, um, and I thought it's a nice opportunity to get some of my friends with me. Drake Shadwell, realtor with MovingToOrlando.com, is uh, standing in as my Camera person, uh, while Fiasco is uh, recovering. Um, also, Danielle George, another one of the realtors with moving to Orlando, is here. Federico Argar, the webmaster of cdisney.com, that's our Spanish language channel, is also here, along with my friends Nicole and Dan Buchanan. And uh, this is going to be their first time, and we're really, really going to mock them to make them as nervous as possible. I'm kidding. Of course, we're not. So. But check it out. Okay. So for my appetizer, I got the crispy pork vegetable pot sticker. Uh, it was $10 and I didn't, I didn't pay attention to the fact that I call it a pot sticker. Um, previously you would get about, you know, I don't know, four or five, maybe six pot stickers, um, with the, uh, soy vinaigrette, uh, dressing. Um, this time what they've done is they've kind of put, they've put them together. They're still like the same number of pot stickers, but they put some kind of like uh, 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 crust over the top, and so I was a little put off by it. Absolutely delicious, absolutely delicious. That soy vinaigrette glaze really, really, really hits the spot. Very, very good. Now for my main course, they had a chef's special today, which was an 18 ounce New York strip. With a teriyaki glaze, um, side of broccoli, and uh, uh, mashed potatoes. Now, if you've watched any number of dining reviews that I've done, I always tell you, if a steak has any kind of glaze on it, there's a reason. And that's usually because the steak isn't any good. And I'm not going to say this wasn't tasty, but the steak, uh, uh, all you tasted was teriyaki. Um... And if you were in Artful in how you were cutting it, gristle. Because there was a lot of fat on this steak. This was $40. And, uh, yeah, no. I mean, it wasn't like, I'm like, I'm not running out of here screaming or anything, but I wouldn't order this again. I wouldn't order this again. So now I do want to make a point of talking about our, uh, our, our server, of uh, Macarena how could I forget that name first she's amazing she's awesome and that name every time she comes up I feel like I want to do that little dance I'm not going to but it's it's really cool and she's she's and she's wonderful very attentive very sweet great personality kind of cast member you want you want serving you
8: Hi again. I'm back for another dining show. This week, Drake and I split a spicy tuna roll that had a dollop of spicy mayonnaise on it, which really brought out that spicy flavor that the tuna, they just helped each other out so much. It was one of my favorite things I had today. I had the chicken with the sticky rice. Uh, Although the sauce was very flavorful, the sticky rice was not something I enjoyed. Um, It had that crispiness on the outside of it which didn't help because it had sesame seeds. So every bite of this moist chicken I was having, it almost contradicted itself because of this rice. So although the chicken was great, the rice I really was not a fan of. Um, Something Pete didn't talk about were the rolls. Um, They were just the classic Hawaiian rolls that you would get even in a Walmart. But um, it was really great just to have something to start everything with um, and can't help but put butter on it.
6: (laughs) Hola, hola. I'm Federico from Sea Disney. Um, So I really, really enjoyed my food. I'm going to start with the drink. This is, and excuse me if I pronounce any of the ingredients in a very Sofia Vergara way. That's just me. Um, So the drink is called Lapu Lapu, is a plantation original dark rum and tropical fruit juices. For my taste, it was way, way too sweet. Um, and, of course, it's a very tropical and fruity drink. Um, you can taste a lot of the rum, which is good, but it was very sweet. I'm going to drink it all, but it's not what I will pick for my next, next time. Now, for my entree, I had the pork belly noodle bowl, um, which has the bone draw... no broth, broth, um, rice noodles, soy eggs, mushrooms, and hot sesame oil. Now, I really enjoyed the broth. It was well done, not too salty, rich, um, but I thought the pork was a bit too uh, like overcooked in some of the parts of the pieces um, and they were salty. Now, when you mix it with the With the broth, it was perfect. It balanced the flavors, but if you eat it like separately, it was too much. And also, the egg was, in my opinion, a bit overcooked, but I overall like it a lot. It was well done, well balanced. I could have it again. Now, what I really, really like was my appetizer, which was the seafood coconut curry soup that has shrimp, scallop, uh, and of course, uh, coconut milk. Very well, um, the flavors, the texture, it was creamy, it was spicy, the size was perfect. Uh, I didn't think that was the case from, uh, the entree, which it has a lot of noodles. Uh, this was perfect, a great entree. I really liked it. Overall, I'm very happy. The type, the type of food that I enjoy. So, great.
9: Hi, my name is Dan. this is my wife Nicole. this is our first time eating at Kona, so we're very excited about it. Yeah. And um, so what would you have?
10: Uh, so for my appetizer today, I had the seafood coconut curry soup. Um, I have to agree with Federico. I really enjoyed this. Um, it had shrimp, scallop, and crab. Um it was very creamy. There was a little bit of rice in there, some green onion. Uh, a little heavy on the green onion, but I enjoy it. So I, I really would um, definitely order this again. Um, and then for my entree, I had the mahi dish um, it was $28. It was, um, had bacon on top with a tomato and over a bed of arugula. Um, this was also really good. Um, the sauce was delicious I do have to say that the mahi was a little um, little firm. It it wasn't as tender as I usually prefer it to be, um, but it was still delicious. I still ate the whole plate. Um, so I would you know, probably give it another shot if it's I came back. Yeah.
9: <laughs> all right. So I had the um, spicy tuna roll, which I eat sushi all the time. So I was, you know, should I get this? Should I not? I, I saw... What Nicole was getting here, and I'm kind of jealous that I didn't get that, especially after that review. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it was it was good sushi. Anything I'd have anywhere else. Um, the tuna was really tender. The the spicy mayo was good. Um, that was eighteen dollars, and then I had for my entree the Asian marinated airline chicken, which um, before tonight I didn't know that airline. <laughs> chicken meant not served on an airline. So it's kind of a funny name for it. Um, But the chicken was actually really, really good. It was better than I expected. And the rice, the sticky rice and sesame seeds, it was kind of dry around the edges of the mound of rice. But when I would eat that paired with the chicken and how tender that was, it kind of evened out and they made for delicious bites of food. Uh, bok choy was really good, and that was $28. So, I mean, I'd get that again.
7: Hey, everybody. So I ordered the steak salad, and it was really good. Let me go ahead and get that right off the bat. And for $23, I thought the steak was very well prepared. I like to get mine medium rare, and um, I could taste smoke in it, which I don't know whether it was the sauce or whether the way it was cooked. Um, I liked it, but if you don't like, you know, that smoky taste, it had that flavor. Um, I will agree with Pete that, you know, when they do those little tricks, it usually means that the meat wasn't prepared well. But I thought that it went really well with the rest of the salad if you ate them individually. So kind of the opposite of what Federico was talking about, how, like, when his, you mix them together, they kind of balance each other out. I feel like mine drowned each other out. Whereas if I eat each thing individually, the egg, the salad, the, the steak, it, you know, one after the other, I got all the flavors and then they complemented each other very well because the salad was sweet. It had this citrus vinaigrette that complemented the steak and they played, it, like, they played in your palate really well. And that steak had that, I think that smoke really stayed in my palate, um, a lot. And, the texture of the salad versus the steak uh, complemented each other really well because you had that you have the tenderness of the steak and then the crunch of the peppers and the salad and that uh, and those things plus you get that uh, I get my egg over medium um, you could probably ask them to do it differently if you'd like but um I really like that uh, as they're right there on the side. And for $23, I thought they did phenomenal with uh with the cut of meat and the salad and the egg. So this is something that I definitely would get if I came back here. Um and so yeah, I'm very happy with it.
3: Okay, I know I am supposed to talk about the desserts. Um all the desserts are $5. Um there's a great selection of them. I had a uh a mango key lime pie. Uh, that uh, dessert that with, uh, was out of this world. I, I know, I really, right now I'm supposed to go desserts, but I can't. I can't, because you have to come here. I don't care how good the food is. You have to come here, and you have to ask for Macarena as your server. I've been doing this a long time, and I'm trying to think, when I've had a more disney experience from a server than i've had tonight that's me saying that and i don't say that lightly but this woman is everything that is right with disney cast members absolutely unbelievable I'm blown away. Just like talk to us about her, her, t- her time with the company and, and where she's worked and what she's done and experiences. She said, I want to take her home. She's unbelievable. The desserts were wonderful. I'll say, but it's her. <laughs> she's the reason to come here. I don't care if they're shoveling crap on the table. An hour with her is a discount at twice the price. Honestly, I don't think I've ever raved about a server like this, but I have to. I have to. I, I, It'd be disingenuous for me to sit here and talk about desserts right now after the conversation we just had with this lady. Her name's Macarena. You've got to go out of your way. Go out of your way to come here and ask for her.
8: So I had the cheesecake with the seasonal fruit and the fruit sauce, which was mangoey. And the first bite, I was a little wary because I like my cheesecakes. Very airy, but the seasonal fruit on top of that cheesecake brought such a rich taste. The cheesecake was phenomenal, and usually Disney desserts are not great, but every piece of um, dessert that I had today was top-notch.
6: So I never had the Ohana bread pudding before. I heard very good things about it. I was not uh, disappointed. It was very, like, f- fruity and tropical, but elegant. The flavors were there, but nothing over the top. Uh, n- not too sweet, which is great for me. I loved it. It's the favorite dessert that I have in Disney World. Now, Macarena is the f- best thing I had in this trip in Disney World. She is someone who can... Transmit the passion that she has for what you do and make you want to do that and love what you do as well. So, and that is something that you cannot pay on a dinner. That is something that you have when you connect with people. So, that's the best thing.
10: So, for dessert, I had the s'mores cup, Um, it was delicious. I grew up making s'mores when. I was young, and this took me right back to that. Um, It had layers of chocolate mousse, uh, graham crackers in between, with a little melted marshmallow and chocolate on top. Um, The marshmallows on the top were charred, just like when you roast them over a campfire, and the taste was just, it was perfect. I would order this again and again. Um, Really enjoyed it, and... um,
9: yeah. Um, so I had the uh, tiramisu cup, and it was it was really good. I don't usually go out of my way to eat tiramisu. Usually it's a little too rich and sweet for me, but this was perfect. So, I mean, I would definitely have this again. I'd come here for the dessert. Um, the bread pudding was incredible. Um, it's hard to put into words. Uh, but come back and see uh, Macarena because she was a sweetheart, genuine, and everything good about Disney, as Pete said.
3: Okay, so the total of the meal, with gratuity included, because we were a party of six, $386. Or, uh, what's that, like uh, 55, $55, 60 bucks a person. 60 bucks a person. Um, that is not what the final bill is, because I left Macarena, the largest tip I've ever left a server she's that good I've never done a review I've had great service, don't get me wrong I've come across amazing servers this is different not only is she a wonderful server but I think as Federico said she, she has this I don't know this passion, this light that is infectious and absolutely lifts the spirit of anyone around her. I'm not kidding. Run. Don't walk to this restaurant. Ask for Macarena. If she's not here, leave and come back when she is. Um, She's that good. She's just, I'm really moved. I'm really, really moved. Um, And I've never done a dining review where I've spent more time talking about the server than I did the food. Food was okay. Hot stickers were good. Steak left a lot to be desired. Desserts were very good. Macarena? (sighs) Nothing hit this table that compares to her.
0: There you have it the review of Kona Cafe for dinner. Things left to be desired, but a great service that they had at that restaurant. But we have to bring this episode to an end. With one more dining review, of course. And this is from our snack expert at the Tiz, Denny Sunderly. She went to Magic Kingdom also. You're not going to believe this on the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World on October 1st. And she tried one of the specialty dessert items that's being served in Tomorrowland, the Uncle Orville's Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow Sunday. And there's too much about it for me to try to even bother remembering all the details. So might as well just let her explain it all. So here we go.
5: So like I said... I am here outside of Annie Gravity's Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom. It is 50th anniversary celebration time and it's still morning. I've not even had lunch yet, but I am gonna have dessert. So the Uncle Orville Sunday has chocolate and vanilla, swirled soft serve, hot fudge, whipped cream, and it also has all of this in a bathtub because it is Uncle Arthur from the Carousel of Progress, after all. He never gets any privacy. Bless his heart. But we are going to try his his Sunday, the Sunday that is here at Anti-Gravity's in his honor. So let's go buy some ice cream. All right, so I am here. We went in and out of anti-gravities, and I got the Uncle Orville Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow Sunday. As I said earlier, it's got chocolate and vanilla, swirl soft serve. It's got tons of uh, whipped topping. It's got hot fudge, which anything with hot fudge is my friend. It's also got brownie chunks in it as well. And red, white, and blue, star-spangled sprinkles on top. And uh, we're we're gonna dig in here and see what we think of Uncle Orville and his Sunday. I gotta get a brownie, oh, the brownie chunks are in the bottom. Try to cut up a brownie chunk. (laughs) I
4: wanna eat
5: that later. We got a little, oh, we gotta get some sprinkles too. Here we go. Okay, that is so good, and it is warm. It is a warm October 1st morning in the Magic Kingdom. So that is refreshing. Um, It is just, it's a layer of brownie chunks in the bottom. Generous portions of ice cream, generous portions of whipped topping, and of course, the hot fudge is fantastic. The brownie is nice and chewy. It has a slight, Crust to the outside, chewy on the inside—what you want from a brownie? So yeah, I am. This is delicious, and I love the red, white, and blue sprinkles. But of course, the standout of the whole Sunday—yes, the Sunday is delicious—but it's the, it's the replica, the representation of a clawfoot bathtub that we have here, that you can take home with you, wash it out in the bathroom sink. And then carry it with you. And I don't know what you're going to do with it when you get home. But whatever you do, it's going to give you a little bit of a giggle because it's Uncle or- Uncle Orville, and he just doesn't get any privacy around here at all. Um, I'm going to have some more. The brownies are perfect. Brownies are perfect. This this, this uh, Sunday is sixteen dollars and ninety nine cents. It's more expensive than your normal Sunday here in the Magic Kingdom. It's because of this plastic. Um, bathtub so blame it on the bathtub but man it is so cute and I'm gonna find all sorts of things to stick in that bathtub Um, I think probably on my desk at home we'll see about that anyhow gonna enjoy this uh, and uh, and just wrap up here before everything completely melts on me you'll find anti-gravities in Tomorrowland kind of across from Space Mountain it's next to the bathrooms So convenient for washing out your bathtub. Uh, But this is a good one. This is uh, here for the celebration for the 50th anniversary. So if you come by and you're an ice cream fan with yummy brownies, check out Uncle Orville at Annie Gravity's.
0: I have seen the tub in person. It's very cute. I do not think I could ever justify myself paying that much for that dessert, uh, but a very cute dessert, and it did sound pretty tasty if you're you're really in a Sunday mood, which every now and then, don't we get in a Sunday mood? Not usually on Sundays, maybe on Sundays, I don't know, but I, I get it, I get it, and oh man, there is so many new menu items that are all over Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary. I think it was like 72 alone just in Magic Kingdom. But uh, throughout all of the resort, just so, so many new items. And, uh, you know, I almost wish that we were like a Disney food blog or one of those other channels that was able to just like constantly, constantly, constantly focus on food. But, you know, we don't have the stomachs nor the time to do all that. So we're just going to slowly try to have as much as we can. As we keep moving on with the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, which isn't isn't a bad plan. I don't I don't think it's a terrible plan. It's a plan that we're going to have to to go with, though. But anyways, that's it for the show. Uh, of course, of course, of course, I have to mention one more time. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Again, you can get a free no-obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Also, I genuinely don't remember where I left off with the comments. Now, I think I mentioned on the last show how I had to catch up on a bunch But now I feel lost. So I'm just going to read a bunch and give a lot of shout outs with it. And I apologize if I miss you. I will, I I promise I will rectify it in some way if you reach out to me on Twitter at Teleclaster and let me know. But uh, I might be also be repeating myself with some of these. So uh, just we'll, we'll figure that all out later. But I want to give a shout out to a great escape saying, I look forward to the measured, articulate delivery of Craig. The warm, self deprecating, truly funny rhino and the polished and (laughs) ebullient. Well, that's a word I don't know. So I'm not even going to beat around the bush on it. But the polished and ebullient Denny each week, along with Fiasco and the occasional Pete and others, just a fun escape describing food that I can't be there myself to enjoy. I value the honesty in the reviews always, plus I love the catchy theme music riff they chose. Well, you're one of them, because not a lot of people do. But thank you so much for that review. And now moving on to So Annoying. We've been listening to the Diz podcast to help us plan our week-long Walt Disney World trip. We just came back and the reviews were on point. We ended up switching a couple dining reservations after hearing the reviews, and it did not disappoint. Loved going to the Wave breakfast at the California Grill in Trattoria Al Forno. They were two of our best meals the entire trip. So happy we could help you out. Sounds like Pete helped you out more than anyone on that one, but so glad that we could help. This next one comes from Katie Bucking. The show is so fun to listen to and an amazing way to connect to Disney when you can't be there in person. Everyone on the show is so personable. It makes you feel like you're their friend with the way they speak. They inspired me to make Disney videos on YouTube myself. Keep up the great work. Katie, that is so awesome. And I promise I am going to seek out your videos if they're easy to find and include your name and, uh, check, check out what you're doing. So always love to see when, when we're able to inspire someone else to, to live their best Disney dreams and such. So, uh, keep up the good work on your channel and thank you so much for the review. And moving on to KB Stitch. I enjoy listening to the dining show and always move the new episode to play next position. Thanks for all. Thanks for all y'all do, and thank you for the review, and I'm glad that we uh, hopefully jump over all the different podcasts that you listen to to always make it to the top of your rotation. And now we have this one from Disneyland Dinner. Great show, guys. Love to know the dining around Walt Disney World. <laughs> y'all do an excellent job. I have never been steered the wrong Thank you all so much for all your hard work. You guys are the best, and you are the best as well, too. All of you are the best, I promise. Now, from DisneyFan65, I really enjoy listening to the Disney Dining Show, courtesy of the whole Diz crew. They give detailed descriptions on all of the food they eat and constantly try different types of cuisines and locations. Great podcast to help me escape to Disney World on my commute to work. Thank you guys for the excellent content. Thank you for the great review, and we will keep Keep doing it uh, every day so that way, hopefully, you have better commutes to work because of it. And now, finally, uh, this one comes from Mjudwfyggy i I'm not going to pretend I even know how to pronounce any of those letters together, but it says, oh, how your podcast makes me smile. I always get a thrill when I see there's a new episode. Keep up the great work. Well, I'm glad there's another new episode for you right here with this one, and Yeah, Thank you. Thank you all for the awesome reviews. And of course, if you want to get a shout out on the show and have your review read, of course, just head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review, preferably five stars. That makes me happy. But uh, you know what? It's also about learning the feedback and trying to be better with it. So if you can't leave that five star review, totally understand. But Uh, The more five star reviews out there, the more that people leave reviews, the more we can be found and other people can can join our fun Disney dining family. So make sure you do that. And then, of course, too, make sure that you take the time to subscribe to the Disney dining show wherever you're listening. But that's it for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. Hopefully, I'll be back with you next week and not the week after because I'm sick of missing these weekly episodes. So hopefully, I'll be back with you next week for another episode. So I hope everyone has a great week. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.